Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Today on the Zabecast, come on and watch some basketball. Indeed, indeed, even though my regular season watching of the sport has dried to a near trickle, I'm excited about the big dance and Notorious J.A.Y. joins me to talk about some of the all-time great moments, images, and teams in tournament history. All that plus an ump who should be fired into the sun. Your bonus 45-minute edition of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Go! Here we go! Monday, March 13, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Come on and watch some basketball. It is easily one of the most joyous, fun, three-week stretches of the sports calendar anywhere. This stretch right now, which starts tomorrow with the first two of the first four in Dayton. A thing that I once railed about and complained bitterly about and said, ah, they ruined it. 64 was perfect. Well, guess what, kids? I actually kind of like it. I like the appetizers on Tuesday and Wednesday. Hell, you can gamble on them, which, by the way, you should make mybookie.ag, mybookie.com. Just search for mybookie. Open an account today. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. And as always, gamble responsibly on these tournament games. Have some fun. Jump on in. Splash around. The water is warm. Jayco is going to join me on a Monday for a full tournament breakdown, so I'm changing up the schedule just a little bit. I'm here in Milwaukee, where the Marquette Golden Eagles, don't call them the Warriors, they got rid of that name out of sensitivity years ago. The Golden Eagles are a two-seed in what is a tough name bracket with Michigan State and Kentucky in there, but I think a very accessible route for Marquette to make the Final Four. They've got Purdue looming as the one seed on the other side. If Purdue makes it that far, everyone's going to be shorting Purdue and their mom. And I think a lot of people are going to be saying, oh, I like Marquette as a dark horse. We'll see about that. So we got a lot to talk about today on the uh, podcast here. Jayco is going to join me in just a second. Real quick, though, I had to talk about this Rodgers thing real quick uh, because I know that Jay doesn't give a shit, and uh, maybe you don't give a shit, but 
We have the biggest piece of the offseason puzzle that is currently hanging in the balance, and it is, as of right now, 7 p.m. Central Time on Sunday night. And we don't know yet anything. There has been a meeting between Rodgers and Woody Johnson and the Jets press, and that's it. There was a cryptic sort of, you know, footsie interview with Rodgers and Brandon Marshall uh, on a charity softball game. Softball. Charity football. Charity flag football game. Might as well have been softball. Charity flag football game that Rodgers agreed to do. And he sort of tiptoed around it. It just seemed very odd and awkward and weird. And he said, oh, you know what? Just everyone sit tight because Marshall's like, come on, man. Give us an answer. Give us an answer. All these Jets players are lobbying hard for Rodgers. And you could say, well, there's probably a lot of complicated negotiating going on about lots of elements of this deal. Maybe, but there's other deals going down left and right. Boom, boom, boom. Jalen Ramsey traded by the Rams as they continue to offload the expensive pieces of their championship run that did get them a Lombardi, but it was close, and now they are paying the price. Um, so that deal happened today. Deron Payne got paid big dollars by the Commanders. And Rodgers, well, we're waiting. The official start of the so-called tampering period begins, I think, in 24 hours. The official start to the new league year begins on the 15th, and that is just two days away. So we'll see what happens. I think there is a real possibility that Rodgers went into that stupid, dark yurt for four days thinking, well, the Packers would never trade me unless I come out of this dark yurt and say I would like to be traded. So let's see what the darkness tells me. And he goes into the darkness. Oh, oh. And he comes out and he's like, you know what? I'd like to play one more year for the Packers. One more year for the Packers, 60 million. Don't have to learn a new system. Don't have to change my forwarding address. Don't have to give up my country club membership. And we'll see what happens. We'll give it a shot. And then I can end clean as a Packer. And then the Packers are like, oh, actually, no, we were, we've already moved on, actually. We're, we're hoping you'd find somebody that wants you. And now Rodgers is scrambling to get this thing to a point where he can go, yeah, okay, I, yeah, I can be a Jet. Don't you think if he really wanted to be a Jet, if he thought this was a great opportunity, that this deal would be done already? I do. We could be headed for an epic East Palestine, Ohio style, toxic train wreck of a standoff coming in Green Bay. It could be, indeed, Brett Favre 2, electric, boogaloo. It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? (laughs) Of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. I hate him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. You know, Jay, a curious conundrum greeted me tonight while watching the ESPN 
second bite of the selection show apple. Care to guess what that conundrum was? Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> that is, let me is, see. Is, does Jay Billis really like rap, or does he just quote it a lot? No, I really think he does like rap because I've heard he quotes stuff that not everybody knows. Okay, right, okay. Uh, and then the second question will be, is Dick Vitale feeling okay? Because I know he's been through hell and back. With his throat surgery, with the cancer and everything, he seems quite low energy tonight. That was not my question, my conundrum. My conundrum was this, Jay. I looked on the grid, the schedule grid for my cable or my DirecTV system, and it said ESPN Bracketology Field of 136? Yeah, I saw that also, and I, <laughs> it's coming. I said, what the hell is that? You know what the fucking hell that is. ESPN is gonna ESPN, bro. And I'm like, oh, I get it. They're putting peanut butter in with my chocolate. They're doing the women and the men. Although, do the women do 68? I thought they only did 64. 68 and 68 is 136. I guess. I guess. But... I thought the women's special was coming on. It's on at, right now. It's on right I, now it, as, as we it's speak. It's coming on at 8. It yeah, is. Yes. It, it, it's, it's on as we speak. And here's what's odd is that that didn't appear on the grid an hour ago. So I watched the first five minutes. I'm like, okay, are, uh, are, are, uh, are the boys here going to say, hey, you know, don't stay tuned. We got the women's bracket coming up in just a bit. Or are they going to bury that? And they made no mention of it whatsoever, even though the actual uh, you know guide said the field of 136. And I'm like, shit, did they expand this thing without me noticing? Because that'd be embarrassing. How many people turned away when they said, now we're going to give you women's, the women's bracket? <laughs> I, know. I, uh, I know. I hate to be mean, but. I know. I know. It. Uh, they're giving us a product that is not very popular. They're carrying the product on their shelves and they're giving it full resources, by the way. They have a lot of people that cover the women's game. Um, it's on right now, though. But you know, look, I don't I don't give a shit. Just don't. Don't lie to me about what you're doing is all, you know? Don't reel me in. Don't reel me in. <laughs> well, yeah, just don't play it like that. There's no field of 136 is the point. There's two separate fields. What is this field of 136? Yeah. I, how, many, how many uh, minutes total or hours total are you going to watch of the women's tourney? Oh, God. Hours? You can't measure it in hours unless it's point something minutes. of an hour. <laughs> minutes. I'll watch a few minutes. Like when they play, they play their championship game on the Sunday between the men's final four and the title game, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So at that point, I, I, I sometimes tune in just to watch it. I mean, look, these gals can fire up threes. Like they they play like boys, just like very like smaller boys that are not as strong, that can't jump boys. as high. Junior high boys. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> but, I mean, good for them. I got two daughters, and uh, they didn't play basketball growing up, but I would have been fine if they did, and I love sports opportunities for all people. So let's just move on. Well, here we are, and boy, do we got a lot to chew on. Plus, you and I gave each other homework assignments uh, to pick our five favorite NCAA moments, stories, yes. or images of all time 
And that's a big magilla right there. Right? That's a lot to chew on, yes. Yes, that is a big matzo ball right there. So we got that to get to, plus this other stuff, including uh, Kaepernick turning on his own adoptive parents. The Bears have traded the number one, number one. I uh, just mentioned the Rodgers thing, so you're off the hook on that. Uh, the Lamar stuff continues to get some people worked up, including your boy Ryan Clark. There was a horrible, horrible umpire who has now been suspended in college baseball. I assume Thank you've seen the bite God. on that. And then yes. there's the Chris Rock special to talk about as well. So, without, let's go. Without further ado, how do you like the brackets? Do you want to jump on a high horse of indignance about the committee fucking it all up or not? No. I mean, if Carolina would have got in, I'd have been very upset. <laughs> By the um, way, as of right now, and I don't know if they give him a chance to reconsider. Carolina has said, nah, we're good on the NIT. They stink. They Who said, cares? They said no. Who they stink. Okay. I'm just saying this I know. is this is a bit of a slap. I mean, talk about a brutal, brutal year for Carolina. They, well, they would have been a a uh not what what's the word I'm looking for? They'd have been a big draw. Carolina in the NIT. Oh, yeah. No, they would have been a moneymaker for sure. There's already going to be some pretty brand-name programs this year in the NIT. Uh, Wisconsin is going to, I'm sure, accept a bid when they get invited at 9 o'clock tonight, Central Time. So uh, we'll see about that. I know they're not Are you you, you going wall-to-wall coverage with Wisconsin NIT uh, selection Uh, show? (laughs) We're not going wall-to-wall, but we we are the Badgers flagship. You know, they made the tournament 22 of the last 23 years. That's that's a better string than almost anybody, but like That's Kansas, true. I think. So they've been remarkably consistent. This is a real gut punch for them because uh, they, they had been really counting on and expecting to be in the tournament, even though they are the sort of the the tough watch, overachieving Midwest Ooh. style of basketball. Oh, my I God, think. they're hard. To, but the Big Ten in a whole. And the Big Ten as a whole is, sucks. The Big Ten yeah. is a conference that is hard to like. It's got some very unlikable coaches. Fran McCaffrey. Oh, my God. Is, is, is the poster child. And it's Izzo, some, I like. I, I like Izzo, though. I well, do okay. like Izzo. Here's the thing about Izzo. I respect Izzo. I think he runs the program the right way. Uh, I think he has integrity and a uh, sport full of complete slime. Like, look at the fact that Patino is now going to get his choice. A good, a new, his, a good new job. Yes. Choice of plum jobs, right? <laughs> plum, St. John's, St. John's, plum. and Georgetown are good D one jobs. Georgetown fifteen years ago was a good D one job. Georgetown now is total irrelevant. Irrelevancy. Okay, yes. oh, that's that's possible. But either way, I'm just saying. I I had to explain to my wife, and it's always great when my <laughs> wife asks questions because it forces me to revisit and put things on the table that you and I and other sports fans have already accepted and moved on from, right? So I say, yeah, Rick Pitino, honey. Um, He uh, ended up getting a booster, some 36-year-old woman pregnant, in the back booth of an Italian restaurant and then paid for her abortion, even though he is a purported devout Catholic and I said, that was before he went to Louisville and told his assistant coaches to start paying for hookers to bring allegedly. recruits in. No, not allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. 
<laughs> God. Anyway, so um, yeah, so the NIT uh, it looks like Caroline. Look, look at the year Caroline has had. A year less than a year ago, a, a year minus three weeks, basically. They were up sixteen in the second half of the title game, and they blew it. Largest yes. blown lead in the history of the NCAA championship game. They bring back three of their big dudes. Uh, uh, Baycott was one of them, and I yep. forget the other two guys. Leaky, Leaky Black. Leaky Black, yep. And so they bring back three dudes who everyone thought, well, they're going to go pro. Because they're like, God damn it, we got unfinished business. And then they have the gear that they had, but they, they kind of have a chance. If they just beat Virginia in the ACC tournament, they're in, everyone says, and they lose. <laughs> And now they're out, and now they've said no thanks to the NIT. That's as tough a year as you can have. But let's see. They are North Carolina, Jay. So let me check the sympathy dipstick for them. Uh, mm, nope, it's bone dry. <laughs> bone fucking dry. <laughs> All right. So that said, obviously, uh, who do you like? It's all about dark horses and fades. Dark horses and fades. And obviously, no one's a true dark horse because everyone knows everybody. But give me a team or two you would fade in this bracket and give me a Uh, little bit of a dark horse. Drake. Okay. Because? Drake Drake is a school that nobody wants to play. They're really good. Uh, They beat beat somebody good on a neutral floor. And I was like, huh, okay. Drake is somebody that I would put a few shekels on to go deep. Okay. Um, not St. Oh my God. I, I watched. Are you going to fade Purdue? Like everyone is going to no, probably fade. God, You're no. not going to fade Purdue. It's so terrible. They're the worst number oh, one seed in the history so yes, of the tournament. So yes, you're going to fade Purdue. I mean, oh, you mean not that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. yes I said, are you going to fade Purdue? And the answer sorry, is yes. Sorry. You're absolutely going to fade Purdue. Okay. Purdue is the worst number one seed in the history of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> they a, are not, and they are not good at all. In a down year for a week for a conference, the Big Ten that performs poorly as of late in the tournament, and for a team that is centered on its bigs, not its guards. That's why, like Houston, nobody knows Houston outside. I've of seen them twice. I've seen them twice, and I was like, eh. Okay, well, they've got explosive guard play, and that takes you a long way in today's game. It takes you everywhere. You got to have guards, yes. Yes. So I think a lot of people might be sleeping on them as a one seed. Now, Kansas is a wild card because Bill Self is in the hospital. Just, just had, got out. Just he got just got out. got out? Okay. Yes. Two Breaking stents. News, just got out. Yes. Just two stents. How does that affect Kansas? Nobody knows, right? By the way, shouldn't shouldn't Kansas be on uh, NCAA parole? <laughs> oh God, yeah! Don't even get me started about. Okay, it. <laughs> I just I, mean, I, can't, I just was like, wait a minute, didn't they do some heinous shit? That's what. I, <laughs> oh, they were cheating like motherfuckers. But that now yes. cheating's legal now, so it's almost like how much do we really want to hold them to the wall for shit that is now basically legal? That's very, that's, that's true. That's true. You can't go back and revisit wrongdoings. Yep. Very true. UCLA is a two seed, the future Big Ten-bound UCLA. 
I've not watched any UCLA basketball this year. I know Bill Walton, of course, is all uh, delirious about his alma mater, and he calls it the Conference of Champions. The sidebar to the Big 12, Jay, is that, or the Big 12, the Pac-12 is, they can't get a TV deal to save their ass. That Larry Scott, he's the out worst now. commissioner yes. in the history of sport. He's out um, now, but it's so bad. He fucked them so bad. I know, but yes. with, with USC and with UCLA leaving... Who are you going to watch? Right. Oregon? It's a junk conference when it comes to media rights compared to other leagues. So UCLA is the two seed uh, in that same bracket opposite uh, the one-seeded Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Texas as a two seed against Houston in their bracket, in the Midwest bracket. That's That's a good matchup because they hate each other. Okay. If they but, get that far, Texas A and M, some say, was underseeded as a seven seed. No more than Duke as a five seed, and they won the goddamn ACC. Right. What does that say? But get, um, I've, I've seen I've seen Texas A and M. Okay, uh, they got eh. they got off to a slow start, but then uh, they've stabilized since, and they were second in the league. So uh, there is that. Uh, you have also over in I'm looking at the uh, Midwest region right now. By the way, you are burying the lead, which is your alma mater, UC Santa Barbara, the Harvard of the West Coast, as you'd like to call it. The Gauchos. You would think I'd be fired up for them as a 14 seed, as yes. a potential dangerous upset alert. In fact, Seth yes. Davis predicted them to upset Baylor. He sure did. Yes. I thought you would lead with that. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention, Jay. Me and the <laughs> me and the alma mater are a little bit on the outs right now. Whoa. And when Whoa. I say on the outs right now, I mean since I last walked off campus in <laughs> in nineteen ninety four, I guess. You dislike your school that much? I don't dislike the school. But much like Terry Bradshaw feuded with his uh, team, the Steelers, and was sideways with the organization, right? Is Terry Bradshaw still sideways with? No, he 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 since came back. Okay. Yes, after uh, Art Mooney, oh, I can't remember which one passed away. He came back and okay. all was made good. Okay, well, there's a possibility that I can do the same, but here's the problem. A, I haven't been back there since I last stopped doing games for the uh, for the team, which was 93, I want to say, was my last year. Maybe, no, actually 94, I think. The 93-94 season was the last year me of doing the games professionally. I graduated in 90, and I did it for three glorious years, 91, 92, 93, bleeding into 94. Okay. I was on the student newspaper that, wrote the article about how loud their home court was getting, the 6,000-seat campus events center, it was called at the time. <laughs> 6,000 bleacher seats. That was the darling of the third leg of the ESPN Big Monday package. Don't know if you remember those glorious days in I the do late not. 80s, 88, 89, 90. That was a place that got so loud, and they were such a good team that they were the last team to beat the mighty UNLV running Rebels before they went on a year and a half fucking rampage through college basketball and didn't lose a game, okay? 
And I wrote a. Wait a minute. Co- were you in the same conference as Loyola Marymount? Yes, the Big West. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. At the time, no. Uh, okay. Loyola Marymount was in the. Uh, I forget what they called it back then, but it was a lesser conference. Uh, the Big West, West Coast and, Athletic Conference or something like uh, that. Yes, yeah. I believe they were part of that. Uh, but they were a good program. We played them. Uh, I saw. Uh, uh, I saw Hank Gathers not die or collapse and die, <laughs> but I. They were on the road. I, that was against UCSB, by the way. Hank oh my Gathers. God! Was it? Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. Tough stuff. Um, yes. Okay. That said, all right. Uh, by the way, I saw Loyola with Paul Westhead come into our building in ninety. Yeah, I think it was an early ninety, nineteen ninety, and it was a huge high-scoring game because that's what Westhead did with Loyola Marymount, and, you know, Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers, and uh, Pear Steamer. Remember him? And Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Fryer. The, thank you, Jeff Fryer. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and we beat him, and I went nuts as a senior student, and my newspaper editor at the time, Scott Lawrence, told me, calm down, bro. Calm down. We're media. We're supposed to be impartial. <laughs> and I was just like screaming, going, we beat Loyola Marymount. This is so fucking great. You know, it's like, all right, settle down, everybody. So I wrote a story for the student newspaper when it was called the Campus Events Center. And I called the place that I said the line that I wrote in the story was, it is no secret that UCSB's home court is becoming the league's Thunderdome. Quote, Ooh. unquote. Ooh. To Scott Lawrence's credit, he pulled that line from me. Nobody had uttered that. Not the head coach, Jerry Pym. Not Jerry Pym. Not wow. soon to be uh, part-time Celtic guard, Brian Shaw, and later Lakers head coach, Brian Shaw. Nobody said it. I made it up. I just said Thunderdome. Of course, it was a ripoff of the movie. Right? Uh, Mad Max, Beyond Thunder. Beyond Thunderdome. Right. Yes. And there is no thunder in Southern California. It's not a meteorological <laughs> thing, but I was the first to write it. Scott Lawrence, to his credit, as an editor, saw that line, liked it, pulled it, and put it in the headline. Okay? Caught fire. Next thing you know, the ESPN announcers for the rest of the season are calling are it calling Thunderdome. It thunderdome. Now... If you were to go to any official university publication from the sports information director, Bill Mahoney was his name back in the day. I don't know if he's still there or not. But any official publication and search for Thunderdome and one Steve Kazabin, you will come up with search results empty. And that, my friend, is Is why I am on the wrong side with my alma mater, the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. And you know what, Zabe? I'm going to give you this because you have done a lot in your postgraduate career. I've done and enough to be in their Hall of Fucking Fame, for God's I, sakes. As, as, yeah, I've done some shit. That's what, mm. you should, that's what you should say. I've done some I've shit. I've done some shit. Exactly. Yes. Yes. ESPN Radio, Fox Sports Radio, SB Nation. Uh, I don't mention that. Sporting News Radio, One on One Sports Radio, uh, uh, Washington, D.C. for. 17 years consecutively, maybe, no, longer than that, 20 years. 20 many, years in market number Many episodes five. of the NFL films. Yes. List shows. Yes. So You're telling yeah. me I don't belong 
me, Jim Rome, and Carissa Thompson. There's your sports media wow. figures who belong in the UCSB Hall of Fame. And you're not in the, the – are, are, are two of those three in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I, I haven't even checked the Hall of Fame. Okay. UCSB well, Intercollegiate Athletics Hall of Fame. And I'm, I'm scrolling right here. I'm uh, guaranteeing Carissa Thompson's in there. I can't, I can't scroll this fast. Anyway, yeah, but I, anyway, I'm guaranteeing anyway, she's in there. Here, here, here's the thing, Jay. Okay? And I liked my time there. It was wonderful. It was great. But I'm not a California guy. I'm an East Coast guy. I'm an East Coast asshole, as everyone knows. Um, guess what? They know my address because they keep <laughs> sending me fucking solicitations for money. You know how to reach me for money. How about a little, we'd love to invite you back for a game. Nope. So there you go. Uh, as, 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 well, I am not on the outs with my alma mater. In fact, I, well, I don't give them money, but they still send, will you give us money? Uh, and I, your I, alma mater is? Uh, the Harvard of Arbutus, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Oh, that's right. UMBC. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, I am very, our school president is one of the most brilliant men of all time. I met him on four different occasions. The first being when I graduated because that was his first year. And then he, he had he, he done so much in civil rights that I remember a couple stations I worked for, we had him on. And I didn't, I didn't see him for like five years. And I saw him the first time UMBC had made the tournament. I was at that game sitting next to, uh, oh, God, Fe Feinstein. Very funny, as it may. Yeah, I sat next to Feinstein during that game. Anyway, he came down and sat next to me. We started talking. He goes, yes, I remember you. And I was like, holy shit, you remembered me from five years ago? Someone who great. So I, I adore my school. Okay. Uh, I just Googled this. Notable alumni, UCSB. You ready? Mm-hmm. Big one is Michael Douglas. Hey, now. Wow. Uh, Katie Turr, NBC News. Katie Turr, the, the uh, yeah, but in, in her dad was like the first transgender reporter or something. I don't know about that, but I'm, God, I'm, God I'm bless her and her dad. 100% yes. yes. Uh, Harvey Levin with the Sippy Cup. And TMZ leaning over the cubicles. Wow. Uh, Carissa Thompson is in there. Uh, Jim Rome is in there. This is, by the way, Google.com. Josh Elliott, remember him, formerly of EBC, ABC or ESPN and then NBC, and then yeah. ruined his career what did he by do? having yeah. an affair? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, I remember Josh Hill. He was a kind of a big deal for like three years. Right. Uh, Tara Patrick, porn star. <laughs> okay, she might be the most famous. <laughs> okay, she went to UCSB. Hmm, don't see me. That's weird. <laughs> I, I'm David, I, I start a let's get in the hall uh, campaign because it's, a, it's way beyond due. Yeah. Anyway. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Uh, let's talk about the greatest moments in tournament history. By the way, before we 
finish are very cursory. If you were coming here looking for an in-depth bracket breakdown, it's obvious. No, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. obvious that I have watched very little college basketball. I'm excited for the tournament. I'm going to get into it this week, but I am not your expert. I will find experts to bring on, like Aaron Torres, who really watches and follows and reports on college basketball. We'll have him on hopefully this week. Uh, but I'm into it. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. Um, but as far as UCSB goes, yeah, I'll root who for will, yeah, Who will be this year's? Who will be this year's St. Peter's? I, I'm picking Drake. Oh, that is- okay. All right, good. As long as there's one or two, that's what makes it great. That's what yes. makes it great. Uh, but it is, by the way, Jay, the last ride for James Fenimore Cooper Nance the third. I'm just making up those middle names. It is Jim Nance's last tournament. Did you know that? Is it? Wait a minute. I heard him on a podcast with someone, and he. No, I'm sorry. It was the Masters. He was talking about doing it till the wheels fell off. Oh, okay. Yeah. He'll, All he'll, right. He'll go right. out feet first right. on that one. Uh, this is his last ride. They're going to turn it over to Ian Eagle next, which I am fully in support of because Ian Eagle is the truth. He's really, really good. But James the, William oh, Nance the third is calling his last tournament. And you know where the tournament ends this year, where the road ends? Houston. He was a Houston is a one seed and he went to Houston with one Frederick couples of golf fame. You may know him. It's kind of written in the stars, isn't it? That Houston's going to win this whole thing. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. Houston for the win. That's my pick. That's my official final. Can we root for a team though? who, Who has a, person who should be in jail i don't think we can that being alabama well yes it's funny because bama fans apparently uh don't understand why much of america is rooting against them all of a sudden yeah because you have a guy who gave a gun to a guy who killed a woman that's why case closed thank you He didn't give it though. He's not a, like I, I'm, I'm. I'm listening to this. You gotta. I gotta play for this. For this for you, if you got a second here. Uh, this is. Uh, this is how Greg Gumble uh, coined the phrase. Who's, I guess. By the way, has so lost his fastball. He is. He is like Frank Tanana, and all. All my <laughs> baseball nerds will get that. He gets names wrong. I remembered he did a Steelers game. Where he got at least 15 names wrong, and I was like, you guys got to really let Greg Gumbel go now. Yeah. He, uh, he, he did not – I don't know if he ever had a fastball, per se. It was he like, was good. He, he's a Bryant, his brother, solid studio. His brother got all the talent. Greg was the nice guy. And the nice guy is outstretching the guy with the talent because that's kind of what works in this business. All right, let me see if you can hear this right now. Hold on. 29 wins to set a school record. They sidestepped. Why is it so low? Involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated. He was not charged. They are here as the number one overall seed, and they will be in the first and second. Cannot hear it. Okay, so I'll repeat it for those who didn't hear it. Oh, here, here, here it is, Jay. Alabama sidestepped a situation involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated with but not charged. <laughs> Sidestepping oh. a situation, it's situation. involving a, criminal someone, activity. Someone yeah. Someone the getting fuck, killed man. is not a situation. 
No, exactly. You'd think they would be able to just say it plainly, such as Alabama, the one seed, playing, though, with some controversy as Brandon Miller is cooperating with the police as reportedly the man who brought a murder weapon to a former teammate who shot and killed a 23-year-old single mother. Now in the bottom half of this bracket. <laughs> yes, to your West region. <laughs> right. I think it's better to say they sidestepped a situation involving criminal activity in which Miller was associated. So, so yeah, you know that there's a guy, an Alabama fan, who has been banned from wearing a T-shirt to games, one of which said on the back, killing our way through the SEC 2023 Oh God! <laughs> They're like, it's, yeah, we can't have this. So, okay, I'm, I'm so glad that the North won the war. Sometimes, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Come on and watch some basketball. <laughs> All right, here we go, <laughs> ping pong style. Top five tournament moments, themes, images of all time, and this is personal preference. So, in other words, if if you listen to one of our things and says. Well, that had no significance. That was not impactful. If it matters to you and it matters to right. me. Yeah, so, yeah some, somebody will, will put on Twitter or Reddit yeah, how stupid we are. That's but this all is the, our list. The, yeah, this yes. is our list. Okay. Uh, you want me to go? You go first. It's your show. Okay. Steve Merfeld. Remember him? Head coach at Hampton University. They upset Iowa State as a 15 I, seed. And they pick him up and, and he kicked his legs out. What, yes, what of his yes. players picked him up like a giant teddy bear. They had just won at a county fair and he kicks his arms and legs out in yes. delirious fashion for the whole world to see. And I go, God damn, I love this tournament so much. Yes, I, I do remember that fondly. Yes, that's image number five for me. Okay, you're up. Next. Uh, number five for me, the year after they found the Nets to win the title in 2002, 2003, the uh, Maryland Terrapins. And I remember exactly where I was. I was at my, one of my best friend's house watching the tournament at night. You, Maryland beat UNC Wilmington on a last second shot by Drew Nicholas. I still remember. And the image I have is... And this is someone you and I both love, Gary Williams, going insane because he thought <laughs> the refs were going to fuck him. Yes. So you you see him going. He's Don't running take this away from. He's me. running yes. up and down the sideline like an absolute maniac, because yes. back then yes. there was no official video review, so there was always this chance that these three blind mice, the referees, could fuck him, and he yes. wanted to make sure. You're not going to fuck us. Yes, but that was I, – I, I went absolutely insane because I, I don't remember a lot of times Maryland hitting a buzzer beater, but that was one to remember for me. So okay. that's my number five. Okay. All right. My number four in terms of moments was 1987, Bobby Knight pounding a telephone off the hook <laughs> While getting, getting a technical foul against LSU in the regional final against uh, a poor Dale Brown, who had Shaq, Stanley Roberts, and Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, who was then known as Chris Jackson. 
great and, documentary on Showtime about him. And still, Dale Brown, great recruiter, probably cheated like a motherfucker, couldn't coach his way out of a wet paper bag because with two seven-footers, including the greatest big man of all time, arguably, in Shaq, and a dynamic point guard, he couldn't fucking get to the final four with that. Bobby Knight gets a technical nine minutes in, arguing a call, and then bam, pounds the phone straight off the receiver. Hilarious. <laughs> Never forget it. Broke it. Broke, Broke the it. phone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next, Jay. Uh, for Chris Jenkins' shot, game-winning shot, and with a 2016, yeah, for Villanova. Because he literally shot it from the hash. Right. And it was and a true champion. buzzer beater. Yes. Yes. True buzzer beater. Horn, red lights, that's it. There's nothing left. Tournament, confetti, one shining moment, the whole deal. Yes. Yes. Great shot, too. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Number three moment for me. Poor Freddie Brown for Georgetown throwing oh. the ball right to James Worthy in the closing seconds of their championship game against North Carolina. Worthy was in the wrong spot. That's why Freddie threw it to him. He was woefully out of position. Way out of position, yes. Not guarding who he should have. And so in a flash, in a moment, in a panic, he throws it to him, commits the turnover that causes them to lose the game. And afterwards, Big John, like the giant teddy bear he was, may he super sky point rest in peace. I was going to say rest in peace, JT. Yes. Brings him in and just gives him the big old bear hug right there on the court for all to see. Great fucking moment. That's my number three. Uh, my number three, I have a tie. Okay. Uh, number uh, 1995 Princeton over UCLA. Okay. It was a 95 or 90. Was it? Am I right? 95 or 96 when Princeton beat UCLA. The back cut him to death all night. Oh, long, that was back, really really good. Yes. And then back cut him on the on the winning basket. But right. that's a tie with with Bryce Drew and Valpo. Right. Because that was what that was. <laughs> I think that was one of the first. Big upsets. I remember. I remember. Of course, someone's going to say, "Then what about this?" But Valpo. Never heard of the school. I didn't know Valparaiso is in Indiana, right? Is that where it is? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know where it was. They had no idea. Plus, it school. was a great Bing Bang Boom play, in which great draw up. Throw yeah. it to the, the the guy who threw it. You give it back to him. Right. Perfect. I believe they beat. Ole Miss, and I believe Ole Miss's best player then was this guy, Ansu Cisse. Ansu Cisse, <laughs> yes. I just, I love the name so much. Ansu Cisse. <laughs> okay, my number two all-time moment, thing, phenomenon, theme has got to be Florida Gulf Coast dunking all over Georgetown. In an upset for the ages, a 15 over a 2 with a bunch of white guys. Now, there was a black guy on the team that could also dunk and had a few nasty ones, but they had two springy white guys who were throwing down. They're throwing alley-oops and shit in the waning minutes of that game against Georgetown of all teams. What a sensation Florida Gulf Coast was. Uh, my number two, I went out because I remembered. Oh, wait a minute. This was kind of a big deal. Santa Clara beating Maryland. Well, I believe Maryland Maryland was a four seed. It was a 13. Okay. Double digits. And Santa Clara had some point guard from Canada 
huh, named yeah. Steve Ash. I wonder what became of him. Wonder what became him. Yeah, pretty good player. A ninety, a ninety yeah. fifty forty guy. Ninety percent free throws, fifty from the field, forty from three. Pretty good. One, two MVPs, which I think was a mistake. I don't think he was ever the true MVP of the league, but he was a good player. Oh, there is a big, there's a big to do about Steve Nash winning the MVP. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Of course, but one that, of the 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 O six year he won it. The second of the two years, Kobe should have won it. But guess what? Kobe was coming off of that unfortunate criminal activity for which he was associated, but never charged. Yes. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. What did they call it in Alabama? Is the same thing? What was it? An unfortunate incident? Yes. Yes, an unfortunate incident for which he was not charged. Well, actually was charged, but uh, ended up uh, dodging a bullet because the case fell apart and was dropped. Never went to trial, by the way, but he was facing fucking jail. Big time. Okay. Uh, that said, uh, my number, what am I, am I on number two now? Number one, this is it. What were my ones now? So I, oh, okay. My number one is Ron and RJ Hunter. The father-son tandem at Georgia State with dad, Ron, with one leg because of his Achilles injury and a stupid hand cart literally falling off the hand cart as his son was making a buzzer beater to get them through to the next round. Absolute chef's kiss, March Madness, mwah, perfection. Uh, my number one, um, well, it's still one of the top four or five moments in the history of sport. NC State beating Houston. That has to be number one. And, and Jim Valvano, super sky point to him, running around, trying to find somebody to hug. Uh, you know, the no, no three-pointers back in the day. No shot clock back in the no day either. Clock. Yeah, I mean that NC and State team was a huge underdog Cinderella team, and to beat a overdog like Phi Slamma Jamma, come on now. Do you remember the greatest uh, semifinal game I can remember? Houston versus Louisville. Oh, with Purvis Ellison. No, no. Oh, no, you're right. No, no this was the, before no, Doctor Daryl Griffith. Bro, they Rodney and Scooter McRae. Oh, okay, it was right. A dunk fest. All they did was go up and down on the <laughs> go up and down the floor and dunking. It was oh my god. It was Clyde Drexler dunked over someone. I'm trying to remember who it was. Right. It was at Memphis. I'm sorry, that was Memphis. He did that again. But oh, and, and NC State should have been blown out by at least fifty. But on this night. They, the, the gods were looking, and uh, it's funny because we call. I remember, we, like when we used to coach, if it was a game that was close, or we used to always say, well, "We got to find out Alvin Franklin," meaning we got to find some freshman <laughs> who was probably scared out of his mind to shoot big free throws. Yeah, got to find, got to get him Alvin Franklin treatment. All right, uh, Kaepernick turns on his adopted parents, saying that uh, didn't turn on them. Say, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be turning on them, saying I, okay. saying that saying that her his his adoptive mother had problematic racist attitudes by telling him she didn't like his cornrows because she thought it made him look like a quote thug. Many people have said, yeah, that's what parents do. They complain about their kids' haircuts. Yeah, I, I, I had my dreadlocks. That's what my mom said. Yeah. Okay, well, don't you think if you have been adopted by two parents who loved you and helped you become an NFL player, you should maybe just be thankful in public? 
to them and, and just not say, say shit like this? Well, I know. I, I like a lot of college. I saw that and I was like, eh, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> okay. his, I think his girlfriend might be the problem. Oh, she, oh, oh no. She's definitely got her hooks into his brain. She's, yeah. she's, she's running that thing. Uh, the Bears trade the 1-1 pick. With three potential really good quarterbacks there, they think they've got their guy in fields, uh, and they get a pretty good return from the Panthers. D- although DJ Moore, sh- yes, I'm not sure it's as good as I would have liked to get out of that spot. Uh, the Panthers are now considering their options. The big question is going to be: Can teams get over Bryce Young's size? Because he's clearly the best quarterback, the most ready to play guy, but he's small. I always remember Pat White. With the uh, who went to West Virginia? Yes, but he ran. He was a runner. Bryce Young is a passer. <laughs> Little guy <laughs> again. Okay, go go Google Pat White and oh, what's the Steelers? Ike Taylor. Just okay. go Google that, and that's why I can't draft. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, Bryce Young. All right. Did you read the Charles Robinson piece on Lamar Jackson? Charles Robinson, Yahoo Sports, excellent writer. Uh, in which he talked to several high-profile agents about what they would advise Lamar if he actually had an agent. Did you read the story? I'm Googling right now. I'm just going to see the headline. Uh, Read it. It's one of the most fascinating pieces of sports writing I've come across in many a year. And he really teases out of these agents the dynamics in play here when it comes to the situation. And they're not saying that Lamar is necessarily wrong, per se, but they're pretty much saying, look, here's what an agent could have done for you. And here's a perspective the agent could have given you about how the NFL works. And here's, you know, what you are fighting against when it comes to, well, just give me what, you know, Deshaun Watson had. It's not that easy. It's a good piece of writing. You should check it out. Uh, The Horrible Lump will close on him. And we'll leave the Chris Rock special for another time. Uh, the okay. horrible lump in college baseball. Uh, it was a game between. Oh shit, I forget the Division One teams. Oh, uh, New Orleans and Mississippi Valley State. Okay, uh, the batter is black, the ump is black. So thank God there's not a race element to this. Uh, but it was black on black crime for sure. Yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> the uh, the the black ump on strike two called a pitch that was right on the edge a strike. It was a little low. Oh, it was so low. It wasn't. It, it was so low that the that the catcher couldn't frame it, and he flips it up. Well, that's just true. To make it look like something. it was an exaggerated framing. It was. It was a bad call. The batter hops up and down like his like he had just been given a hot foot, and made a pretty big public show of oh man, come on, gets back in the box, and then strike three. <laughs> if you think strike two was horseshit. Strike three was the most out of the strike zone call for a strike that I have seen since Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun. (laughs) (laughs) And immediately both benches empty and there's mayhem. The umpire has been suspended on an egregious scale of one to 10 when it comes to officials in our sports. Thank God. That was an fired on that, the spot. Yes. Right. That one was an 11, right? Because because yes. basically you can't trust this guy. So it it, it was so it well it, the, the well the worst major league umpiring ever. Eric Gregg 
in right. the ALCS in 90-whatever. But this guy just called strike three because he was pissed off. His feelings and he, were hurt. And he wanted to make Applebee's 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, he just yeah. wanted he wanted to tell this kid, don't show me up or I'll call anything that comes near the plate of strike. Punches I am glad up. he's been suspended. Yeah. I'm very glad about that. Thank goodness. I think his career is basically over. All right. It should be. Jay, this podcast is over. Good run tonight, as always, my friend. Good memories of the tournament. Come on and watch some basketball. Gargantu bracket coming out within the next 48 hours from my man Brad Turner. So stay tuned for that. Or not stay tuned, but watch my Twitter space. I'll post it up there. Jay, we'll talk to you next time, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Billy Packers in heaven. Jim Nance's last run. Damn it. It's starting to get sad. Here we go. One more verse. You ready? Got to crank up right now. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.